This is Alpha Geek Radio. The following presentation is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike Non-Commercial License. For more information on Creative Commons licensing, please visit www.creativecommons.org. I so, thought you meant there was like angelic lions. There are, yeah, no, <laughs> have to be right. Right, yeah, I'm sure they're. You know, it's season fourteen. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, that's next season, that's the big baddie. The big bad. Yeah. I don't like this place. Alive, it's alive, it's alive. For Monday, June 12th, this is Casually Hardcore. I'm your host, Grail. And Daxa. And I'm Vindy. And we've got everything seems to be working correctly this week. Maybe. Maybe, hopefully. Cross your fingers, we'll see. It will eventually. We'll edit it together to make it sound exactly the way we want it to sound. <laughs> Who's this we? Okay. <laughs> I will be editing it together <laughs> to make it sound exactly the way we want it to sound. Okay. Damn it. That's better. <laughs> All right. So this week's show, we are going to be talking about a convention that two of us attended. Yeah. The non-deep-voiced one. <laughs> the non-deep-voices uh, one. For uh, uh, Supernatural, which had their, sadly, it was the third con in Phoenix and their last one, but we'll get to all the questions and details around that that you and Vindy uh, attended there, Daxa. And then secondly, even though E3 has not even officially started yet, there has been multiple news conferences held by uh, many of the big names such as Sony, Microsoft, Ubisoft, Bethesda, and EA with uh, Nintendo to happen tomorrow. So we have a lot of information that came out of there and a lot of reveals, and we'll be talking about those and gauging our reaction from, eh, to, oh my God, that actually looks pretty good. (laughs) The eh, a meter. Yeah, I definitely had a few meh. There was a gambit, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. But first we're going to start with Supernatural. So you guys... Both were there for, what, four days? Yes. Con itself was three days. It was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, they have some events that start Thursday night, so the pajama party. Now they do. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the Brie and Kim Rhodes pajama party starts Thursday night, which was really awesome. And you guys Three hours. It was three hours. It was so amazing. Yes. Yes. Where did they hold it I'm so jealous. It's just actually like in just, a meet and greet room, right? Yeah, it's just in a meet and greet room. Oh. They bring in a bunch of pillows and blankets in a big cart, and everyone walks in and grabs a pillow. They had a little like get to know each other game. Huh. So you, before they got in, that you could play to try to you know meet new people, and that was their theme for the night: is wanting to meet new friends for the convention. And then we watched a show, one of the shows where on Supernatural, where their characters actually met. And they had commentary, which was, of course, hilarious because the girls, the ladies are very funny. <laughs> um, and then what else did we do? They had pizza. It was the day after Kim Rhodes' birthday. So oh. Jason Manns snuck in with a birthday cake oh. with that. Jason Manns, for you, is uh, he's, a, he's a singer, just FYI. <laughs> okay. <laughs> is he on the show? 
did I think he did do some he, some stuff for this show? At least show at least worked with some of the the audio. For oh, it. like in the background. So he wasn't. Yeah, like an he's actor. not an actor okay. on the show. Yeah, he no, actually, he's not an actor. but I thought they did use one of his songs. Yeah, they used it for something. He was in some way involved with some volume on the show, but not as a face, like not as a pretty boy actor. (laughs) Or actress. Yeah, or actress, yes, or beautiful goddess actress. So now Kim and you said Brianna? Brianna Buckbessner. They both played like sheriffs, right? Yes. cops on the show? Yes. Okay. And are they both killed off? No. 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 Don't, don't, don't say those words. I know, right? <laughs> it's one of the few women who have not been killed off. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think that existed on that show. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right on. So were they in this previous season? Yeah. Okay. Bri- Kim has been yeah. in for a while, like at this point, and Brianna's been in since season not nine? I think. I think. But Kim's been in for far longer. Oh, right on. She was a really minor character. I I don't I don't know if they were bringing her back as a plot device and she just worked really well. Yeah. Or what happened, but well, that happens on shows, so that's cool. We're glad to have her back, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That was pretty much it for Thursday. You check in and I mean, you know, lots of memorable that- stuff back at the back at the hotel room. <laughs> we had you know, after con parties every night, so that was all that's always fun. The one thing I that's really interesting about um, creation entertainment conventions is you at least everyone there tends to be kind to each other. But like any crowd, there's always that one off. But other than that, I think we have a fairly good time as far as other people are concerned. Yeah, we always meet new people every convention, cool. every single time. It's crazy. Our little group keeps getting bigger and bigger. I saw, you know, some of the, the, I guess, the group photo you guys took, which had about, what, eight to ten people in it. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And a lot of, a couple of them, like, I have no idea who these people are. So <laughs> that's cool. New new faces. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I mean, you, you do meet a lot of great people, and that picture was amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you to the person who took that picture. That was... Yeah really big for us because this is they will they won't be coming back to phoenix next year mm-hmm. so that does unfortunately put a damper on our on our little group since most of us get together just once a year i'm thinking of one of our friends who's from germany and one of our friends who's from virginia we see her maybe twice so not having that convention here next year is really going to be sad for us however there's a possibility if we all cross our fingers we can get it back in 2019 so hopefully that'll get us back on track are they rotating it or is that what they said they were going to do i stalked gary (laughs) who's the he puts on the the conventions Mm -hmm. um i saw him walking by and i wanted to talk to him about you know about the convention about it in a coming coming back to phoenix if there was even a slight possibility so hopefully he didn't shut us down for 2019 so like I said, if we cross our fingers and enough people are interested, hopefully they come back. How big do you guys think? How many people attended, do you think? Gosh, I don't know. What do you think, Vindy? Oh, my. I have no idea. I don't even have an idea. Really? I mean, how, I wide, mean, how wide is our row? We have the Phoenix convention room. Have you been to other ones other than Phoenix, or is it only Phoenix? I've only been to Phoenix. So I've been to Vegas, Phoenix, and D.C., and 
Phoenix has a massive convention room, like almost as big a panel room and almost as big as the Vegas panel room or maybe their equivalent. But DC, at least when I went, had a smaller panel area. So it's hard to measure. I think it was less wide, but it was longer. It's very Mm. odd. It's hard to measure how many people are there when you look at that in comparison because it's not full all the days and then it it really depends like on which con like it looks full but really it's just that there aren't as many seats across as there are deep Uh, it's got to be a few thousand right i mean easily oh easily for sure easily because i think uh, the front row has 59 or 60 it's got a lot of seats just the front row alone it's got to be 60 and then it's an a through z does it end at z i don't or even does... know if it ends at z i know it there is nothing beyond through... a vindy <laughs> <laughs> i think it definitely like goes at least to like m or o at very least and then after that there's at least another like 30 rows of chairs so it's pretty big it's yeah i yeah. mean Right on. on Sundays, it's full for sure. Yes, when the Jays come in on Sundays, mm-hmm. it's always jam packed. Okay, yeah. and the Jays being Jensen and Jared for the the, the, <laughs> for the non <laughs> yeah for the non initiated slip into the lingo. Right, right. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> so on Friday, though, they do a big karaoke. Is that the karaoke party? It night? is. Okay, and that usually involves uh, some sort of themed kind of cosplay as well, correct? Yeah, correct. Yeah. It's, a, it's a theme for the karaoke party. So last year it was Game of Thrones, and the year before was cult classics? Yeah, yeah cult classics, movies yeah. or TV shows. So we cosplayed this year. Right on. We yeah. did. Well, what was the theme this year? Uh, it was a fun house theme. Technically, it was a fun house theme. It was a circus theme, were you essentially. All, you were both clowns, right? Oh, yeah. The really creepy kind. <laughs> exactly. <They're> really creepy. <laughs> we hid in sewers with balloons. It is a, yeah, it is a scary show, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So what did you guys actually go as? So we um, planned this a uh, full year in advance because we... Um, <laughs> That worked out real well. Yeah, Yeah, that worked out so well. I think it was better when we just planned it like, you know, three weeks in advance. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. But anyways, uh, so Vindy is amazing at creating props and she's she worked on her costume and her costume came out really, really good. But she had you custom made those little knives, right? Wait, what what was the costume before you go into the details? We're getting there. We're getting there. (laughs) We chose we wanted to choose costumes that had something to do with the show we didn't just want to randomly be characters so each of us thought of a like what a circus performance act Uh and then we tried to figure out how we could link it to the show okay so i was a knife thrower i wanted to be a knife thrower and my props i used the knife that there's a demon killing knife in supernatural it's got like a very distinctive looking blade Mm. on it and i made a mold i made like sculpted out of clay and then made a mold for like these little tiny knives like throwing knife style yeah and then i had those like plastered all over me that they, they let me into the karaoke room which is saying, <laughs> saying something with knives all over me i got past bag check just saying 
Right. So. And then, <laughs> then uh, so she was going to be, you know, hunt, obviously hunter, knife thrower. Right. Um, I decided to be, I was going to be more of a, a, you know, a lion tamer. So I was like a lion angel tamer because, you know, some angels are not good angels. Uh, so, I thought you meant there was like angelic lions. There are. Yeah, no. <laughs> have to be, right? Right. Yeah, I'm sure they're, you know, it's season 14, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's next season. That's the big baddie. The big bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Lions. Lions. <laughs> they eat your face. Right, exactly. <laughs> No, they have to have some sort of obscure power. Like, they're able to, like, create land or create the environment. Like, you have to give them some sort of random power. Anyway, right. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Roll the dice. about the show. Yeah. Space lions. All right. Um, so, yeah. So, I, was a, I, I went as a lion tamer. And, uh, which, funny enough, I was able to get into the room with a whip. Mm. So, uh, who knows? So Only once, though. Only much, once. Much different experience than uh, Phoenix Comic Con. You guys actually were getting in well armed. Absolutely. I mean, I was prepared to break one of my knives in half to be like, "Look, dude, it's <laughs> like um, just the tiniest bit of plastic." Like, nice. But they took your whip from you. The they second did. Time. They did. So the first time I got in, everything was great. Um, I was wearing the whip on my hip. So, ah. um, and I had, <laughs> which. There was drama with the costume, and I had actually, I am not as creative as Vindy is, so I hired someone to make a costume for me. Didn't turn out quite the way I wanted. I was looking at the picture of it today when I was editing that group photo, Uh and I just, I sat there and stared at it for like a solid five minutes, and I was just like, this is, this does not translate. (laughs) Just one of those moments. Yeah, it was pretty bad. However... Due to my creative friends that were there, we were actually able to whip out a pretty good costume that the morning of. Yeah. Like within yes. two hours. The morning of. Yes. Wow. Right on. Yeah. yeah. And and we got complimented so much on our costumes. Yeah, it, was a, it seemed to be a hit. Yours seemed to be a huge hit. Only because it was huge. <laughs> I mean, there was a lot going on on my costume. <laughs> um, Vindy looked amazing in her costume. Yeah. She was um, and Will... I'll tweet out some uh, some of the pictures on the account um, so you can see how awesome we well we looked, but especially Vindy. But anyway, so yes, yeah, so we did get it. We got into karaoke. We got we got picked to sing, which that's two years in a row. Yeah, we got picked so early too, super <laughs> early. We, it was like the third song. Yeah, and, and it was the song that you. Like, you didn't even pick that song. I didn't. Our friend pick it? Yeah, so we, I didn't know what I wanted to sing, and I was trying to figure it out. And one of our friends, Connor, said, Why don't you sing Madonna and Material Girl? And I'm like, Yeah, okay. And I, <laughs> that was pretty much it. <laughs> so I'm like, Yeah, okay. I wrote it down, and then I'm like, Yeah, we're not going to, we're not going to get picked. It's fine. And if we get picked, we'll probably be taking pictures, so we'll get yeah. passed on. So we went up Low there. We said, Yep. Got cold. We, we went up there, um, four of us, and sang Material Girl. And again, for the third year in a row, Mr. Matt Cohen took my GoPro and started doing all kinds of craziness with it. None of it which involved us at all. It was the worst video. <laughs> it was just the worst video ever. Oh. But I'm sure like 
I'm sure he's got to know, right? Like, that he's just filming himself with his head bobbing around, like, (laughs) for three or four minutes. I guess. I guess. Maybe he thinks that's what we want, though. Maybe, I mean, he's the big celebrity, right? So maybe that's what you want to have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it would be nice if he did maybe some of the other celebrities (laughs) that are also on stage. Like him, Brianna. And not his inflatable elephant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw he had, like, an inner tube elephant Yeah, on, right? Yeah. 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 Awesome. It was Yeah, but Julian was there. Julian uh, played Death on the show, so he was also at the karaoke party. Oh, wow. And, oh, my gosh, to see Death, like, bouncing around the stage, he was the cutest. He reminded me of Matt Smith, how they say that Matt Smith is all, like, gangly and, like, just, like, goofy and that's how julian was he was just like he like goofy he yeah, but- walked all crazy he looked like he would knock things over and just be like a klutz yeah yeah the difference is is that that's the way matt smith looked even while he was playing dr yeah, who i mean doctor was essentially matt smith. Whereas, that's what karen said right yeah, yeah. whereas that De- uh, julian though wow when he played death he what a transformation death. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right on. So yeah, so that was a blast. But anyway, um, it was, so the second time we then we went to take our pictures. When we came back, they um, I had the whip in my hand instead of wearing the whip, and they took it away from me. Oh, because it was a weapon. It's only a weapon <laughs> when you're holding it, but apparently not yeah. when you're wearing it. But my plastic knives still not a weapon. Right. Not a weapon. Fifty same. knives strapped to me. Cool. <laughs> still cool. But that whip, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkly whip too. It wasn't even. Yeah. It was like. Uh, lashing people. Yep. Uh, cool. So uh, what else do you guys do then while you're there? I know there's panels and such, and obviously you mentioned doing photo ops. So is that pretty much what most of your time then is spent during the day of the actual con? It's surprising how like the lack of time that you have in between things because food. you look at the schedule and it yeah you look at the schedule and it looks like you got a lot of time mm-hmm. but then you're taking like your only half an hour in between panels and photo ops and autographs to eat or to yeah. drink something or to go to the restroom yeah it, it's crazy that we don't like during the day and we wake up pretty early like we were waking up at like 8:30 and we just had nonstop stuff. Right on. Yeah, it's I they do they do, do a really good job of actually um putting things together to where they it's very rare that you miss one thing for the other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they do organize it very well. But the time in between is not a lot of time, which those of you who don't realize how awesome it is to have we we got a suite and we we ended up with a refrigerator and and a microwave and um grail um offered <laughs> to make us dinner i don't remember offering <laughs> did, oh my gosh did you tell him that we took a selfie of like eating the dinner on thursday night just to be like thank you grail for cooking us food and I posted it to Instagram, but I posted it with the hashtag for the Supernatural Convention, and they put it up on the theater. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. They made like a little in-between panel food. slide of it, of all the selfies, and yours was front and center. Cool. <laughs> you should have captioned it with something like, made by Grail. I know, right? <laughs> 
It was really funny. So anyways, Grail um, offered to make us dinner, and we um, I ate back at the room quite a bit, which actually saved us a ton of money. It did. So sure. much money. But that was really awesome. But yeah, in between the photo ops and just there's a lot happening all the time. The panels are are really amazing. They're so funny. All you do is laugh for like eight hours. Yeah, it really is. It's it's exciting to hear the actors. Like we can all interpret things however we want to, but it's exciting to hear the behind the scenes. I want to see more of you know Julian panicking about having to drive that boat car in <laughs> you know his introduction scene, but then the scene coming out looking so great. Like you never. You would never know. Right. Oh, and then, or when he comes out, you know, you look at that, that introduction scene and it's so magnificent with the song, Oh, Death, playing in the back. He's slowly walking. Some guy bumps into him. He kind of just shakes it off a little bit with his hand. And it's such an amazing scene. And he looks like such a powerful character. And they introduce him, and he comes out bouncing about with a little hat, <laughs> looking so goofy that it's hard to put those two people together. Yeah. Great acting. But yeah, right. so the, the panels were really great. We had the other things you do are meet and greets. Um, right, right. So you can purchase time with the actors. Um, and it's usually 10 people, except I believe Jared and Jensen are, and Misha are 20, right? They do have, they originally, before this year's con circuit, it was just Jaren and Jensen that had their meet and greets for 20 people for only 30 minutes, as opposed to everybody else was 10 people for 45 minutes. But now they've added, now Misha has two meet and greets. He has his normal 10 person, 45 minute, and he also has a 30 minute, 20 people. Misha, I mean, not to say anything about the rest of the actors, but Misha is a workhorse. Yeah. They milk him dry. Dry. I don't know how. <laughs> like, after the cons, he must just need three weeks just to replenish because they really, I don't think anyone takes as many pictures, does as many meet and greets. Obviously, he does too. Well, yeah. although the other ones, the girls, um, you know, the girls did quite a few too, but. But no, it's not as. I. I went on so the 45-minute meet-and-greet with Misha is like a quote-unquote adventure walk. So he'll take his meet-and-greet somewhere. And that was always like the charm of getting Misha's meet-and-greet is he would take his group of people somewhere rather than just sit stagnant in a boardroom um, talking right. for 30 minutes. And he, like, he always tries to do more for the fans. Like he's always going extra even when he's got – photos with literally every other cast member that is possibly there um sometimes he has two panels uh i think he did in vegas it and maybe one other convention not this convention but and then it's two days so the jared and jensen the jays only have one day of being through the ringer but it's two solid days for misha wow it's crazy and solid we're talking morning mm -hmm. night and then he does his extra his excuse me, his extra photo op for um, Random Acts. So all that money goes to his charity, and he does it in um, his Castiel costume. Yeah. So wow. he really like he is and such a workhorse. We that one is always so late too. It Every is. convention, it's always at like seven p.m. Oof. on Sunday. It was pretty busy. So um, that was Friday. <laughs> right on. 
And then um, Saturday is typically we, there's a concert um, with Loudon Swain, who rock, Rob Benedict, who played God on the show, is the lead singer. And typically there's a concert that night and a lot of the actors will come and sing songs with them. Okay, cool. So normally we're kind of spoiled as Phoenix attendees and Vegas attendees. Um, normally the Jays, Jensen and Jared, come very late on Saturday night. They arrive late. And normally we're lucky enough that they'll stop by and uh, sing a song. Well, Jared won't, but... Yeah. Yeah. Good thing. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Jensen will. But I really, like... I, I enjoy Brianna singing, and I'm glad that she sung more than just one song. It seems like she's coming out for more and more and more songs. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. And she yeah. looked amazing, too. She's so good. In fact, she's all of so them good. looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed Ruth's song, too. She sang Bang Bang really well. She's getting into it, She I got think. really into it. Yeah. 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 And then Kim, too. So um, so usually they'll come up, they'll sing a song. Um, and like like Vindy said, we're really spoiled that Jared, I mean, Jensen usually comes up and sings a song because Jensen has an amazing voice. But as soon as we heard Rob Benedict saying that they were going to sing Whipping Post, we yeah. were like, ah, that's, uh, that. <laughs> that's it. He's not coming because that's yeah. usually Jensen's yeah. song. Yeah. Uh. But Rob sang Whipping Post. Oh, my God. Amazingly. <laughs> yes, he did. He sang a lot. He was so active. And he That's was just amazing for the entire show. He was. And I, when we, we went up to get our like kazoos autographed by them the next day, and I told them, it just every time I see them, they get more and more and more rock star. Like, Rob is turning the stage presence. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Wow. Well, they're, and they actually tour, though, separate from the show or the conventions, correct? They do. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Like, they have really, really tiny tours. Like, they did, like, three shows in Europe when they were over there already. Oh, okay. Or some of them were over there already. And then they'll do shows in California a lot. Right. Do they do any on the East Coast? I don't... I yeah, I think guess they do. Touring might be the wrong word. So I guess they, they play shows separately, they do. though. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. They play shows separately, absolutely. And Rob Ossel's part of the station break, so um, he does do more shows with that band also. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he they were they were really, really amazing. And he's he gets very emotional. A lot of his songs are written. He had he's had a you know, not not a I mean everyone's had a, a hard life, but he's had some some major events in his life. And when he writes about them, the songs are just so emotional. And the way he sings them are so emotional mm. that they really resonate, I feel, with everybody in the crowd. Gosh, when he sings some of those songs, like She Waits, I believe, is the one that usually makes yeah. everybody cry. Yeah. It's it's awful when he sings it, but he, it's really <laughs> beautiful. It's so, really good. It used to make me cry every time. <laughs> now, I like... Now I it makes now I've become happy like just to see how uh, like emotionally connected everybody gets because we're all on the same page uh, when it comes to when he's singing that song everybody has their glow sticks out like everybody's there for support for each other it's amazing oh. yeah so. well, that's cool well it sounds like it's a good fandom I know you guys have been into it obviously for a while and they do cons. Obviously, they're not coming back here, but they do do cons across the country and international as well. 
They do uh, not with creation. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they do Gibcon, right? Which is in Rome. They do Gibcon is in Rome, and that's run by I think like a lady. I don't even know if it's a a, a entertainment business that does it. Um, they do Asylum, which I believe is somewhere in England. I don't I don't know where. I think that um, one moves around, if I recall. Right? It was what? I think Asylum moves around. Uh, it's it's somewhere in England for sure, mm-hmm. but I don't. Mm. I think it moves around in there. I don't think it's one specific place. Yeah, they do one in Australia that not many of the actors go to. Like Jensen and Jared do not go to that one. Yeah. Or I think maybe they did last year, but it's not like a creation con where all the big names are there. Right. Misha does some in Brazil and Japan. He has in the past. Oh, wow. Um, but it seems like the creation, like the lineup in terms of the guests is like solid at creation. Cons. Oh, absolutely. Do you guys have the post con blues now? I think we got the post con blues at the con. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It, just because it's sad to see, you know, to be to think that this might be the last time we see all our friends with so many of us that get together for this. There was some consent issues with some of the. <laughs> there was, there's always drama with the, some of the celebrities. I, yeah. you know, that's always that's always been one of the things that <laughs> I, I think just, in today's you got to clarify that one a little bit, considering I, Bill to. Cosby's on trial right now. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> not not. It, it wasn't even the celebrities. I'm talking about the fans. I think sometimes the fans get a little overzealous. Yeah. And because you paid money for this photo op, and you know, it doesn't matter how much money you paid for these photo ops, the actors are not prostitutes. They're, people. <laughs> They're, They're real people. Yeah. <laughs> like you, there's things you cannot do, like strangers. Exactly. It's not appropriate. They're right. just inappropriate. And I feel like, I don't know if it, usually these with supernatural because we're all so interconnected and not and it feels like family things like that don't come up too often that we hear about but just ask people it's not it's not that hard and they're so willing to do almost anything for you that most of the time they'll say yes if you just ask first or if you approach them in a non-threatening crazy manner like um some of the photo ops, especially, I think people get a little overzealous and they don't ask and then they'll approach in a very intensively aggressive manner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It'd be scary. Exactly. So, yeah, I think that that's the we, you know, things happened and, and you get a little um, protective of your celebrities, I feel, don't you think? Yeah. Of course, absolutely. <laughs> we, Especially we, with the the level of things that happen. Yes. But, I mean, I I feel the protectiveness, but I also don't like it when people are super over overprotective. Oh, of obviously. Because, I mean, at some point, like, that's why I prefer, like, when something like that happens, when some crap goes down, I would rather, like, get an autograph ticket or get a photo op and go up to them and just be like, you know, thank you for being here. Thank you for taking time away from your family. And spending it with us and that like reinforcement that, you know, we appreciate you. Yes. It doesn't, you know, in, in a normal manner. Um, that's, that's my, I try to funnel my in, intense protective <laughs> instinct into doing something like that because I feel like that helps. That has to help, right? I mean, I, I think I told you this last night when we were talking, but just when you're, even in when you're in your job, you always remember those people that are 
mm-hmm. that, you know, somebody comes up and, and they're just a problem and you've had a horrible time with this one person, customer, coworker, whatever. And when someone else comes in and they, they go, man, you're doing a good job or, you know, I really like that you did this or you did this really well. It kind of takes the sting off the previous, you know, just knowing that someone else is out there that appreciates you or what you do, even though you don't remember that person's name because it was, you know, a, a customer you see never once in a lifetime or whatever happens. But I feel that it helps. And I, I mean, when most, when a lot of us did that to our favorite celebrity, um, I feel like it, it, it at least lets them know, hey, we're not all crazy. You know, we all appreciate you. At least most of us do, and we want to make sure that you stay healthy and happy and continue to come to these things because we love seeing you. And are comfortable. The time that you're spending, you know, you're choosing to come out and spend this time with us. Like, we want you to be comfortable in this experience as much as can be sitting in front of a group of people on a stage answering ad-lib questions. Right. <laughs> like, answering some crazy questions, yeah. too. So, yeah. So, but overall... It was an amazing time. Gary, if you're listening, and of course, everybody is. Obviously. Obviously. um, (laughs) Please, 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 please bring it back to Phoenix as soon as possible. Because you've got plenty of people out here that would love to just get right back into it. Yeah, to sign right up. Sign right up. Send us those renewal letters first, please, before you you (laughs) open them up. Don't give away my seat, Gary. (laughs) Just don't do it. (laughs) I need my seat, Gary. Please, please. (laughs) Uh, all right on that note of uh groveling (laughs) i'm not above begging for things i want okay awesome all right onward to our next topic which is all the e3 conferences that have happened uh since sunday ea kicked it off on or i think saturday actually because yeah what is today today's monday (laughs) (laughs) so monday we had sony and ubisoft uh yesterday we had microsoft and bethesda and then ea did it either yesterday or the day before who cares anyway there's a lot of announcements and i think i've tried to watch each of the press briefings so microsoft came up with their new powerful power console so the competition for the ps4 pro they have the xbox one x X. which is the dumbest name i think i've ever heard but it's they're basically putting their flag in the ground to say we now will have the most powerful console of this generation as it from a technical standpoint would outperform the ps4 pro and obviously, Nintendo's never been big on power consoles, so it it would be more powerful than the Switch. But that was the main. That was kind of the feature of it. It's it's a better Xbox. There is no real difference to it in terms of uh, like there's like you know the Switch like we mentioned last week. Then you can take it to the bedroom. The PS4 Pro came out at a time where they were also pushing their VR headset, and it was kind of meant to be in conjunction somewhat with that. There was no even talk, really, of VR during the Microsoft presentation. 
the the big thing is it's a much smaller form factor which is pretty cool more you know space on your shelf runs 4k gaming as well as can act as a 4k blu-ray player Blu-ray player which mm-hmm. was pretty cool but price tag is five hundred dollars yep that's it's a little little pricey it's to pay it's to pay for that liquid cool vapor chamber <laughs> thing that they're talking about <laughs> They put a tiny Mr. Freeze in there. Mr. Freeze in there. I mean, he's expensive. I guess so. (laughs) Sheesh. So what did you guys think of the announcement? Any interest or just kind of like, meh? I mean, to have a 4K Blu-ray player, like, that's nice. Like, I can appreciate that in there. And I can appreciate a lot of the 4K graphical updates. A lot of the games had announced in the conferences. So I can see how it coincides but it's not something i'm gonna go out and get like i just maybe if i didn't have an xbox or i wasn't more into my playstation yeah or my computer i um yeah i mean it's the upgrades are nice but it's like upgrading your computer it's nice that you get to play your xbox one games and accessories do translate well into the new the new system and it's kind of how i feel about my computer right now. Could I get a new computer? Yes. I mean, you can always get a new something. But it does its job pretty well right now for what I'm using it. Maybe once I start playing some games with a little more um, power yeah. to them, I'll, I'll need to upgrade. But I think that's how I feel about the Xbox, too. Yes, would it be nice to have the, the amazing graphics and resolution and, um, you know, the Blu-ray? Yeah, it would. But I don't really need it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind yeah. of of two minds because, like you said, it'd be great to have it. But the problem I have is I first have to have something to display it on. So <laughs> That's true. true. I didn't even think about the app. Yeah. I mean, so it's, I mean, yes, they did say it will upscale the 1080p delivery and all that stuff, which is, you know, that that's great. But really, you'd be buying that f- to display the 4K. 4K, I mean, That's yeah. what you want. So that $500 suddenly becomes... A bit more if you're factoring in a TV or a monitor of some sort to uh, display it on. At the same time, like Daxa mentioned, you know, I I could upgrade my computer, and it would probably cost about a thousand dollars to do that to get something that was you know somewhat future proof for the next few years. And so, you know, do I upgrade my computer or do I buy an Xbox and? You, basically dedicate my gaming that way since on the computer i tend to play older games or things that aren't as graphically intensive so it's it's interesting to have that option but like you guys i'm not sure you know i I think a tv would have to fail first before i would be super excited to get one yeah well then we would need three no we wouldn't need three (laughs) we have two three right now and I think you don't need 4K Minecraft. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Did you know that with Minecraft, they're, they're making it. it cross platforms? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I may need 4K Minecraft. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I possibly could. I need those 8 bit pixels to That's just right. look nice. Pop. <laughs> I, I, yes, absolutely. You don't know. No. I know. If you play it for 15 hours, it needs to be beautiful. Right. <laughs> so. Other than that, all right, so what, Vindy, what was your big from Microsoft? Was there anything that really made you go, oh, my, that looks really good? With Microsoft, I 
was I appreciated an anthem. Yeah. I thought that was pretty interesting looking, but I was like, this is kind of like Destiny ish, Mass Effect ish going on. Like, I I would try it. <laughs> but I don't, I don't know if I would buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really big into a lot of Microsoft. I was more awed by a lot of the Sony okay. stuff, honestly. Yeah, I was. Uh, Anthem was the one that got me. It was like, oh yeah, that's that's right up my alley. Your jam. That's that my it. jam. Uh, they, <laughs> the, like you said, it, it appa- a lot of it does appear come almost directly from Mass Effect Andromeda in terms of I was I haven't actually played that but a lot people that I know that have the game said a lot of the jump jetting and things like that looked almost exactly the way it plays in there mm-hmm. and everybody I've talked to that has played Andromeda say the story is terrible they have obviously had all the issues with the voice syncing and the facial animations the <laughs> and all the craziness there but to a person everybody has said the combat is amazing like it is mm-hmm rock solid and lots of fun to play so if they're taking that aspect and then cramming it into something that looks like like destiny on steroids you have my attention uh that's especially because destiny that was promised at e3 before it came out was much different than the destiny we got so anthem is kind of in the same boat while i'm very intrigued and excited for it i'm a little concerned that what they show what has been shown won't exactly be the experience i get but i love the free roaming and when the dude dives off, or the the girl dives off the cliff and goes into the water and mm. then they're in like that underground area that was yeah. all or underwater yeah. oh man that was like oh that actually elected a little bit of a like whoa out of me so yeah that was it- pretty cool I agree. I, it looks. It looked. It caught my interest, which is atypical for a game of that nature. Like that. Yeah. I I've been saying. I have friends that play Destiny, and I've been saying, you know, when Destiny Two comes out, I'll probably pick it up for PC if it's still coming out on PC. I don't. Yeah, what was is. going on with that? But it's going to be delayed by a oh. month, I believe, compared oh. to the console. That's not terrible. No, could be worse. But I mean, I was always saying I would pick that up. So I guess in that vein, like if I'm willing to give it a chance, like I would definitely be willing to give Anthem a chance if it lives up to that sort of hype on the the preview, for right? Sure. I mean, for sure. Well, and it doesn't come out till 2018, right? Yeah, it's early. I think like spring of 2018 is what it's slated for right this time. So it's a so we got plenty of time to be disappointed. By yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll all have our 4K televisions by then. <laughs> really. <laughs> Really, you see Minecraft. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have some joint Minecraft in 4K. That'll be uh, fantastic. Well, uh, um, I was thinking that they might have a playable version at PAX then. May, well, they said it was pre-alpha footage, so it's possible. I, I would hope so. I mean, yeah, that'd be fantastic to, to give it a, a, a go. But I'm not quite holding my breath because i mean e3 is so close to pax now that if they're if it's not playable there the chances of it being playable at pax are you know uh, up in the air that's three months yeah it's possible never know we'll see you should give that deadline to the developer yeah right three months you've got three months i want to play something (laughs) plenty (laughs) of time let's go so dexa anything from microsoft outside of anthem that catched your eye caught your eye 
I kind of watch them all separately, so okay. I don't even know what is going to be Microsoft well, or PS4. Their their big ones so. other than that was Crackdown 3, which had a big thing from Terry Crews, which right. was really goofy. Oh, yeah. And then, what was their other? Oh, Sea of Thieves. That was the other one, oh, which yeah. was a co-op-ish pirate game, but kind of yeah. cartoony. So that was it for uh, Microsoft. So Sony just had theirs tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So same question. What now, Sony also, they definitely came out like the kings of the land in their, their presentation. <laughs> yeah. Like they they kind of knew that they were the top dogs in the spectacle that they put on. But we'll start this time with Daxa. What did you see in Sony that caught your eye? This is a, a I'm a bad person to start with because I did not watch. Oh, Sony. you were I fired. was busy today, if you don't remember. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so you could have been watching it while you were. Oh, my God. No. <laughs> God, no. No. It just doesn't happen. Um, All right. So, Vindy, what did you, what caught your eye on? Oh, oh, you're ready. You got to be ready for this. This Shadow of the Colossus <laughs> remake. Yeah. Yes. That's it. That's all I needed. I don't need. <laughs> I don't need anything else. Like <laughs> that was it for me. That one game where you're just like that feeling that you yeah. got when that guy dived into the water yep. for Anthem. That was it. I was like, yeah, <laughs> this is what I need. Awesome. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I was a really big fan of Ico when I right. was younger and then Shadow of the Colossus came out and it was fantastic. So the graphical changes, updates, I guess, yeah. in this remake look so good. Yeah. So good. Very smooth. Like, you, they got rid of all the jaggies. Like, it is crystal clear looking. Hmm. And it's a game I never played, so I'm excited to, to give it a shot. It's so amazing. It's so simple. It's, the storyline is so very simple. And it's not like there's no extra quests or, like, you just kill these six, 16, I think, I believe, colossi. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all you do. That's what you do. <laughs> but it's epic is a great word for it. You got to you got to play it. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it. The, you know, Sony like we mentioned before, they've sold a lot of VR headsets, so they had a good chunk of their presentation that was VR games, which I don't know, it that doesn't translate well, I think on a big stage because it's kind of like, eh, all right, it's it's just looks like a normal game. Like I'm not getting the the VR feel from it, especially one of them was like a side scroller, which I'm not sure what the VR experience is for that. But they did announce a new God of War game. Oh, oh yeah, okay. which got a babysitting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Dad of War. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, I mean, it looked good. It looked like a God of War game. I mean, it's I didn't see anything that made me go, oh my god, they've they've changed the formula drastically. But, you know, God of War is a solid formula, so why really, why would they? It looked like this one was going to take place in, I'm guessing, the Norse land, uh, based on the enemies he was fighting and the fact it was very frozen. So mm-hmm. it's nice to get out of the Greek pantheon and oh, maybe okay. move over to some of the... Because, uh, yeah, and at the end, they meet the world serpent, so definitely mm-hmm. Norse. So that looked interesting. The Detroit Become Human trailer? Was that the Android yeah. Rebellion type thing? That was interesting. Yeah. I, 
I enjoyed like the 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 good and bad quality. Like you know, you you choose your own path, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it just seemed I don't know. Like it seemed the 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 little bit of gameplay that they had in it, like where you had to choose to run or hide, just yeah. seemed kind of weird to me. It was kind of odd, like a break in um, action. Yeah, I don't. That, I guess that's I didn't get anything of what the actual gameplay was. <laughs> like it's, maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe it's just a quick time event, which is even worse. Right, right, and that's that. And then there was the whole thing though, where they're like, "Okay, we got to get out of here," and then it kind of reset, and then he took down the drone. So I didn't know if that was just to show you, hey, there's different ways you can do situation, or there's some sort of time mechanic there. But we'll see. I mean, it's an interesting story though. It's you know about mm-hmm. enslaved androids, so very Blade Runner ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's cool. But yeah, that's one, you know, you got to show me a little more before I get the release date on that one. I think next year. I think that's a next year one. Also, the days gone looks pretty good. I'm always big on any game that involves zombies. Yes, Uh, me too. I thought it I thought it looked good. But then I I admit I watched Sony before I watched Microsoft (laughs) and I watched the Microsoft one and then saw State State of Decay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. State of Decay one was good. Yeah. So are they they both open world zombie games, essentially? This, I mean, the the one, the Days Gone looks almost like it's more, yeah, I guess an open world, but a little more story driven. State of Decay had different modes. Like one was a very heavy story driven mode. The other was more like you're just on the walking dead. Like you mm-hmm. have to build your place and survive and forage and and just live. It's like a survival mm-hmm. type type mm-hmm. mode. So that was and that was the more interesting of the modes in that game. Whereas this one obviously you were going out on missions, they had cutscenes, you know, a lot of zombies on the screen at once, jacking people and yes. and a big yes. zombie bear. I mean, what more do you need than zombie bear zombie bear with yeah. barbed wire on them? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. So that one I mean it's another one, it's like, well, I'll keep my eyes op- open on it and see see where it goes in terms of development. Their other big ones was they ended with Spider Man. Oh my god! Yeah. Which? <laughs> Dexter, looked... did you watch that video that I sent you with that Spider Man thing before? No. When did you send it? So, uh, so there's a game. I think Spider Man Three. I think, and it has this horrible web slinging mechanic, and I mean horrible. <laughs> like <laughs> all I could think of. When I saw the web slinging mechanic in this new game, because it, it looked like you had to press a button, um, you know, on like building top corners yeah. to, and all I could think of was the Spider-Man Three, how bad it was. Oh, <laughs> I think Game Grumps did a playthrough of it. Um, oh wow! And it's to see the if you want to see the crazy failure that web slinging mechanic was. I'm just hoping that it's not going to be like that. We'll see. Yeah, I don't. I mean, you you talked about quick time events before. Like, there must have been fifty quick time events <laughs> yeah. in that demo. <laughs> oh, jeez. Like, press this, press both buttons, press one button, then this button. I was like, oh my god! Like, it was just prompt after prompt after oh, prompt. Great. You know, and it was. I mean, he did cool things, and it was interesting how he could use the environment. But 
I don't know. It, I didn't feel the same. Like, I loved the first Spider-Man on the old PlayStation. Like, that was a really cool game when it first came out because it felt so open and you felt like a superhero. This one, I felt like I'm watching a movie and it's asking me to push a button every so often. Yeah. Uh, so, not as not as big on that. It's like a like a quiz. Like right. you're watching a movie and they're making sure you're oh, paying geez. attention. Yeah. <laughs> what color was that actor's face? <laughs> right. It's yeah. I you know so so we'll we'll see. It's not not on my list of things that mm. I'm actively tracking. I mean, again, graphically it looked beautiful. Uh, I don't yeah. think you can deny how pleasant it looked and fluid the motion looked on it i just not sure about the gameplay element well almost everything i saw looked beautiful graphically there was some very i mean even that that mario and what was it mario and rabbits or whatever game did you did you check that one out no either it was um i'll pull it up right now oh the the Rabbids. Uh, yeah, the Rabbids. Mario game. plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. That one. Even that one, even though it was cartoony, yeah. the cartoon looked really good. It was really bright. Yeah. It was very clear. It was kind of cute. You know, they're running around. And it's, yeah. Uh, even that wasn't. And that, that's an Ubisoft uh-huh. game that they did during their uh, presentation. But yeah, it's it's the Rabbids. And before, they were always part of like party games, I think, mm-hmm. on like the Wii and such. Yes. This one I, is more like a strategy game, I believe. It's, from what I've read about it, it's, it plays almost like an XCOM-type game. Well, when you look at the at the trailer, they, they're pitting two groups against each yeah. other. And they have little guns and they have mechanics <laughs> where they like jump over the blocks and they can shoot the... The Mario blocks, you know, oh, those yeah, orange yeah. blocks. And they can shoot the orange blocks. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of... It's cute. It's, I mean, it's interesting for a cute little party game, um, which I assume is what it is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's, yeah, it's one of the very few things we've seen that's uh, uh, Nintendo-related uh, mm-hmm. because they haven't had their conference yet. The, the other big thing was during Bethesda, they did show, and, and Vindy, you might be interested in this, they showed the Skyrim on the Switch and the mm. fact that they're putting yeah. in some custom equipment that's based on, like, Zelda. Yeah, I saw that. The Breath of the Wild, the blue tunic. Right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> With your hunched over character in Skyrim, like, ridiculous. I know. In some of it, it's like, oh, man, this is just fan service. <laughs> like, it has yeah. no yeah. bearing. But, I mean, whatever. This is the same game that allows you to mod it to have, you know, Macho Man Randy Savage as a dragon. So, hey, <laughs> at this point, why not? <laughs> hey, you got to do what you got to do yeah. to entertain yourself. Though for my the the most disappointing announcement to me was the and you I don't think either of you watched the Bethesda uh, panel they are again trying to dip into the paid mod oh Jesus uh, with a cre- creative corner I think they're calling it but basically they're now going to do a type of mods where folks would actually have to kind of apply to Bethesda to say, this is the mod I want to create. And then if they accept the concept, they'll work with the develop the mod person to create the mod and put it through their whole testing and make sure that it works with everything else that's within this space. And then it becomes content on the, on their store that you can buy. 
Now, what does the creator get? The creator does get paid. Okay. Uh, by Bethesda, but no details as to what you know type mm-hmm. of cut they're getting or anything like that. And they're saying they're also going to use it as an internal you know development where they'll be putting out mods on there that their internal teams created. But man, is that really dangerously close to what they tried last what two years ago on Steam, mm-hmm. where they tried to make mods you know optionally pay something that you could pay, and that went over super poorly with folks. And I don't, I don't know. This one feels again like they're they they know they want to get some of this somehow monetize this. I just don't think that they know how they, they know how or the, that anybody has a good way to do it yet. Mm. I don't know. How about hiring some of these intelligent people to create mods for you? And that's kind of in a sense what they're doing. They're paying them like a freelancer, but and you know, in some cases, they may even be using this as an application process. But like hiring, but not re- not, but not really. really right. So right. more like, like a contractor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which so, is never good, in my opinion. Yeah, it's it it just you know viscerally I've I'm like eh, I don't mm. like this. Maybe it's be cool, but my initial reaction is I'm not not feeling it. Not into it. Uh, so I think that's uh, and the other big one from Ubisoft was the what Skull and Bones. The pirate game that they're coming out with. Pirates are a thing this year, apparently. I guess so. Which looks really heavily based on the Assassin's Creed 4 pirate ship mm. stuff. So it looked it looked okay, but I kind of have the uh, Tina Turner syndrome with Ubisoft at the moment. <laughs> where it just keeps coming out with these ideas and you go, that looks so good. And then it smacks you in the face and you're like, <laughs> that's not so good. Like the Division... Great idea, poor execution. Uh, mm. For Honor, great idea, horrible execution. Uh, and so now anytime I see a new IP from Ubisoft that's going to offer both you know, co-op and competitive modes, it's like, no. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've been hurt too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, eh, we'll, we'll see. You know what I was disappointed that and I, I don't know if they announced this beforehand, but I'm always late to the party. But there was no Death Stranding no anything. Kidding. I know. Why? It's Sony. Yeah. Uh, I just, I want all of it. Me and too. I didn't get any. <laughs> and I'm like upset about that. You know. And it, that's supposed to be coming out in December, right? Who knows? It's, it's, I Ko- mean, it's Kojima. You don't know. Kojima, he said, he said before that it should be released prior to the film that Akira was set in or prior to the date that Akira was set in and <laughs> what was Akira 2018 I think 20, so yeah 2019 oh, something yeah it's, not that that's a specific date or right. anything but that's like so flouncy yeah and i mean that but this is the same thing that with the metal gear games he you know the usually you get a little taste of it and then it goes dormant for a long time and then suddenly it's like, okay, the game's ready. Uh, so, you know, he's staying within his mold. But, yeah, I was disappointed not to have any type of update on it, at least so far. And if they were going to have one, I would figure Sony would have featured it. Yeah, didn't when did they do that update with Norman Reedus, like naked Norman Reedus on the beach? Was that E3? Yeah, that or... was last year at E3. They should have done a naked Mads Mikkelsen this Heck year. Yeah. <laughs> Heck that yeah! Was, that was the next step. Right. Like, we're waiting. Absolutely. 
with his jacked up eyes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> what? He always has jacked up eyes in just about everything he does. He has, okay. He has, well, other than Hannibal, <laughs> he has like black stuff on his face and Doctor Strange, he had his eyes yeah, messed yeah. up, you know. He, uh, God, what was Casino Royale was the crime. Casino, yeah, he had blood coming out of mm-hmm. his eyes in Casino Royale. I mean, there's something, you know, producers and directors don't like his eyes. I love his eyes. I am. Because he's got nice lips. So you don't have to, you know, they say, like, <laughs> if you put on a really bright lipstick, you got to keep the eye makeup toned down. There you go. There you go. Yeah. See? <laughs> awesome. Smart. <laughs> your lips are just blinding. We have to, we gotta, your eyes are too good. You got to tone one of them down. <laughs> one. Oh, oh God. That's great. Yeah, that was disappointing. Though, apparently, and I, I haven't watched this yet, there was uh, some actual footage of Kingdom Hearts 3, which... Ooh. Uh, is amazing because that's another one that's been vaporware for God knows how long. All right. Well, I'm sure we'll get a few more announcements as E3 actually kicks off for reels tomorrow and goes throughout the week. And we'll cover that next week. But so far, so good. I'm definitely looking forward to see what Nintendo is going to do now that the Switch has come out and been very, very popular. What's the roadmap now? You know, yes. you, 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 you hook some people, but you got to keep the, uh, gotta keep the, the game flowing. The hype, yeah. Train. Yeah. <laughs> the hype train rolling. Yeah, keep going. You know, Zelda and Mario Kart can only carry you for so long. Yeah. Like, we, we need to have some more stuff on the horizon that's uh, looking good. So with that, I think we can uh, call this show a wrap. What are you handing me? Nothing. I'm not handing you anything. I thought you were passing me something. (laughs) I'm passing notes. Passing notes in class. All right. So with that, please check us out on the web. You can find us at www.alphageekradio.com. You can find us on the Facebooks, Casually Hardcore, where Daxa will actually do some updates maybe to the page at some point yes 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 i'm getting to <laughs> it cool uh you can hit us up via the emails uh you can find us again at uh alphageekradio.com i'm grail at alphageekradio.com dax is dax at alphageekradio.com vindy will soon be vindy at alphageekradio.com <laughs> We gotta get that email created for her, but that's a fast process. You can hit us on Twitter. I'm Grail Ch. Daxa is Daxa Ch, and Vindy is Vindy underscore, and that's yeah. V Y N D I. Yes. So there you go. Find us on there for all your podcasts and live stream. Do check out alphageekradio.com. There's also video streams going on. We, I think, can call this show a wrap. I have been Grail. I have been Dexa. I'm Vindy. We are out of here. Title and background music for this production provided courtesy of Sean Beeson, composer for media. Find him on the web at www.seanbeeson.com. That's S-E-A-N-B-E-E-S-O-N.com. Com.